Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. I hope you had a great weekend. My weekend started with me going out Friday night to Boozers to check out the Life Cycle show. And I got there a little late, but I walked in to catch Inner Self from San Antonio setting up. And then they came on and kicked ass. They sounded like a New York hardcore influence band. And, you know, the crowd over at Boozers freaking was tearing it up in the mosh pit forum. And then after that, Life Cycles came on and they fucked shit up opening their set with their newest single called Wicked Bliss. And that really set the tone for a heavy fucking set of their very own Southeast Street San Antonio metal. They continued by coming on with Eternal Flame and another track called Resurrection. And it followed up with many other of the bangers. You know, I can't wait to see these guys come back again and fuck shit up over at Boozers. And then come Saturday, I did my first podcast interview with Marcus Liao of Il Nino and Shattered Sun. I had Marcus and his fiance Michelle, along with Daniel and Juan from Daniel Adama Productions, come over to my house, and we did the interview. We had some burgers and some beers, and we had a great conversation. So let me tell you a little bit about Marcus Leal before we get into that interview. He hails from Alice, Texas, home of his band Shattered Sun, and he's a hardcore Dallas Cowboys fan. He's currently the singer for El Nino and has recorded six singles with him, including El Nino's version of Selena Quintanilla's Se Una Vez. He's also had Sonny Sandoval of P.O.D. join him on their single All or Nothing. Check out these tracks if you haven't. Check them out tonight. He's recently been playing festivals in Europe and just finished a tour run with Five Finger Death Punch. His band Shattered Sun released three full-length albums called Hope Within Hatred, The Evolution of Anger, and Bled for You. And they released their very first one back in 2012 called Confession. He started singing for El Nino in 2019. And now with Marcus on vocals for El Nino, they've been going hard. Their popularity has grown and they played nearly every metal festival that exists. We had a great conversation that ran nearly two hours long. So today's podcast is going to be just part one. And tune in for part two coming in a few days. Time to fire it up. And here's my interview with Marcus Liao. Welcome to the Tony Gomez Show. Thanks a lot for you guys tuning in today. And I want to get started with my interviewing uh, feature with our podcast. And who better to start things off with than our homegrown, our hero, our soon-to-be legend, <laughs> as uh, our living legend here in the Coastal Bend, the one and only Marcus Leal. What's up, Tony? Thanks for being here today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me in your beautiful home. Oh, Thank you man. for the burgers and the beers. And I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be here, man. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. I like to take care, take care of my friends like their family yeah. when they Hell come yeah. into my home. I love it. Thank you. And, you know, we've got a long past. We we've, we've been in the city doing so many shows. We've been to a lot of great shows. We've, we've shared the stage with so many great, talented local musicians. But That's not true. everybody's been able to get out of here like you and the guys from Shattered Sun have. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a credit to your hard work. That's a credit to your determination. And I'm really proud of you guys. And I'm proud of where you have taken yourself from there into the career you've created right now. Thank you, Tony. It's amazing. That, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Thank and you, and every time I, I I see your post, you know, from the, the current tour you just did overseas, playing those amazing crowds and, and Daniel being there to capture the moment yeah. in those fantastic oh, yeah. uh, photographs. Yeah. And Daniel, say hi. We hey, have Daniel Dami here. Daniel Dami. Excellent photographer and producer for us uh, in, in Haunt the Sleep. Correct. Yeah. Here with yeah, us today. Daniel got, Daniel got to, he got to head overseas with us, man, and document the uh, amazing footage. And I'm 
Very thankful to have him, man. Very thankful to call him a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a ton of pictures taken. I think uh, I could kind of sum it around 2,000 pictures were taken and probably... Whoa. Probably about a thousand will probably hit you know, a few food reviews. You know what I mean? I get, I get all right. I get, you're I get nice and picky with the catering. Oh, I yeah. saw some oh, pictures yeah. no, about. We had a lot of fun with that kind of stuff. I mean, we took tons of pictures and uh, a ton of video, and a lot of that stuff we're going to start piecing together here before too long. But I know a lot of y'all probably been waiting to see some of these pictures before too long. I'm just finishing editing all the pictures, and those will be out very soon. Oh yeah, it's going to be good. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, That's going to be a hell of a movie. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. We got yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, we got enough stuff for a fucking movie. <laughs> I believe it. Hell yes. All right. Well let me let me let me get started here. So which festivals did you do this summer? Man, we did uh Hellfest, we did Resurrection Fest, we did uh Alcatraz, we did Bloodstock, we did Vakin. Hmm, am I missing am I missing any? Wow. Let me see. Uh damn, yeah, we did we did a bunch, man. Honestly, but you know, <laughs> those my, are like the any any metalheads bucket bucket list right there. Yeah, man. Of festivals it was my do. first time like going to uh, going to do them, man. Uh, let's see what which ones did I do? Vakin, Bloodstock, Open Air, Hellfest, Resurrection Fest, Alcatraz, man, Alcatraz Fest. Alcatraz. Yeah, Alcatraz. It, it was quite a few, man, and it was my first time overseas. And, wow. Uh, it was a, I can't even really say a dream come true. It was, it was a surreal, surreal experience, man. Uh, the first one being Hellfest, that was 85,000 people there when we played. And, and I can't, I can't explain to you the, the feeling. 85,000, wow, the energy. Yeah. And, and, you know, there was so many things about it that just kind of made me think like, holy fuck, am I, am I really here? You know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, we did resurrection fest in spain and they love some el nino down there man and you know i was sitting in the meet and greet and the line was almost a mile long and and i was thinking oh you know they're you know they're not really here to see me but first person that walked in hola marcos como estas wow just down the line and it it made me feel really at home man it it made me feel like uh like i finally belong you know absolutely and you did definitely Thank but you, that's the kind of uh, that moment right there when you're where you're kind of like really nervous and, and waiting to find out like shit yeah. um, um and you and you and you jumping into christian shoes like that and everybody's having that kind of expectation overseas yeah. of last time they saw el nino yeah and and you'd already be spotted out yeah like no, yeah no. they're yeah. making a presence already yeah, dude. they knew the new stuff it was cool dude it was it was like i said i, I used to think about those things a lot but the last maybe two tours that we did, I was just, I was in my own zone. I, I'm, I guess, I guess it's a good way to say I'm over that. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't live in any of the past stuff anymore right now. I'm, I'm trying to be the best vocalist that I can be and give the fans the best experience that they can have. And I think they appreciate that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. We got to give it to give them the best we got. You know what I mean? Every time I'm hitting the stage, it it doesn't matter if there's 10 people or 100 people. Oh, yeah. You know, and if it's a free show, if it's a paid show. And you know what, man? I I learned a lot of that from you growing up. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, man, like when we did shows together, like I learned how to address a crowd and how to uh, really interact with the crowd. I think that was kind of one of my strong suits going up 
you know, before I really knew how to sing, but I learned those things from like you, from from Heck, from Biggie, from the band Seed. You Ooh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like Seed, yeah. all those guys, uh, you know, Heck from from uh, the Periwinkle, like all you guys kind of like molded me, you know what I mean? To where I could stand in front of a crowd and not be a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Start kicking ass in exactly, that crowd. Exactly. Hell yeah. Exactly. Oh, badass. All right, next one. I, I want to ask, you know, which of the festivals did you play on with the same stage as Metallica? Oh, man, uh, Hellfest. Yeah, Hellfest. Yeah. Wow. And you know what, dude? That was like a big full circle thing for me because yeah. with Shattered Sun, we did the, uh, It's uh, it was called Hit the Stage. It was a battle of the bands where okay. uh, it was the, the prize was to open for Metallica for four wow. shows. And uh, that was everything for us, man. We went, we went full on head first. All our tios, tias, everybody, man. Every, like everybody came in and voted, and that was the thing. You had to vote. You had to be popular, and you know, we were never really popular. I I would say. I mean, we were kind of big amongst you know here, but we hadn't really taken that step as a band yet, and. Uh, Lo and behold, we were very wrong, man. We had people from all over the place voting for us, and we wound up finishing in the top three of that uh, contest. And all right, we went all the way down to the bitter end, man, and we lost to uh, Local H. Uh, it was Local H. Okay, yes, I remember yes, that. Yes. Yeah, I voted every day, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah. I give it up to everybody, man. That that. Uh, Every year when the, when the when the memories come up on Facebook and stuff, I always see, Ooh, see yeah. everybody steal and Thea. I'm like, I voted 20 times today, and I always feel the nerve to be like, Thea, I'm sorry. Like, I need <laughs> to do this, man. Like, <laughs> right. But, uh, so, you know, we lost, and uh, it was fucking gut-wrenching for me, man. Like, it, it, was, it was just, it was sad, bro. Like, because I felt like we gave it, like, our all, and I felt like, Alice and Corpus and San Antonio and Dallas and Austin, everybody really went hard and it just, just kind of wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yep. you know, we lost and I was fortunate enough that Local H called me up to to sing a song with them in San Antonio. Killer. Yeah. So, so that was cool. It was a small, small token, but I think you know me and you know us well enough to be like, that wasn't enough. That wasn't you know? enough. Nope. It was so, a whole band up there. That's exactly. It. So, yes. uh, we weren't able to uh, finish that with Shattered Sun, but when we do Hellfest, El Nino plays 5.30, Metallica plays at 9. So there's maybe Ooh. a few acts yeah, before, between. B- between. And uh, I kept thinking that, like when I was walking on the stage, man, I was I was doing that for, I even mean, think I did a video where I was doing that for those people that, uh, for Alice, Corpus, Aguadulce, Robstown, Kingsville, fucking San Diego, Portland, everywhere down here that like went so hard for us, I felt like that was my moment to give it back to them. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, it was one of my best performances, man. It was, it was a really good show, dude. Yeah. And, and uh, playing in front of that many people and then knowing who was playing on after you. Right. The pressure was Hoping on. Hoping that they were going to be able to side stage. Yes. Right. Yes, man. And it was, uh, it was crazy. You know, it, it was... Uh, I don't let those moments get away from me, man. Like, I, I spent a lot of time, like, oh, fucking, you know, this is happening, and you just kind of have to go through it, and then you're up on stage, and you're singing, and you're banging through it. Like, at that show, 
I broke character on stage and I fucking screamed at the crowd. I've been waiting for this moment my whole fucking life. Yeah. And it was just, you know, what do you do, <laughs> man? You just do it, man. It was, it was a, a special moment. Man. It is. Yeah. Incredible. Absolutely. Metallica, man. We grew up with those guys. You oh, know, yeah, it's, that's, that's, that's the best of the best. Yeah. You know, and they, yeah. they paved the way for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I will literally, okay, there's a few people that I'll fight people over. Yeah. Tony Romo. And pretty much anybody <laughs> from the county, I'll, I'll throw some chingasos at Buffalo Wild Wings for fucking Tony. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Lars is one of those guys too, man. Because you know what, man? I, when I met Lars, he was very fucking nice to me, dude. And he, How he, took cool. a, he took a Shattered Sun record. You know what? And he didn't just fucking take it and look at it. He fucking opened it. He looked through the booklets. He he talked with me for about fucking 10 minutes. And like, wow, he didn't have to do that. Yeah, that's but, really cool. You know what I mean? And and he was like, oh, you're you're Johnny's boy. And Whoa, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was it was a special, special moment, man. So, you know, just to to kind of still be there and performing with him and, and being able to to honor the stage before them. man, it's it's everything to me. Incredible. Yeah, Did man. you meet anybody else? No, I, I I really wanted to, but Lars is just one of those guys. When people say things about Lars, I'm like, dude, I'll fucking fight you right now for that motherfucker. Because yeah. if Lars was standing right here, you'd be the same way I was. Right, fucking Lars, fucking Lars is right there, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, that, and and I couldn't contain myself, bro. I was like a little kid, and like that's kind of one thing too that I've I've said lately that it's kind of a little controversial. Everybody wants you to be the cool guy. Be cool, bro. Be cool. Act like you've been here. Be cool. Okay. And it's yeah. like most times, yeah, okay, I'll be cool. But yo, that's fucking Lars Ulrich right there. Yo, that's that's fucking Rob Flynn right there. Like, yeah, yo, that's like, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna let like my heroes know like how special they are to me. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. Like, okay, like I'm not gonna be the cool guy. Like, you know what? Those guys appreciate it too, bro. Like, yeah. you know, what I, mean? I told fucking Rob Flynn the other day, yo, dude, I would have never picked up a microphone without you. Oh, and like okay you know it was it was just yeah. one of those moments where even even with Vinny, man i told Vinny how much i fucking loved him dude and you know it, it's oh it's great you just have to bro. you have to yeah fuck being the cool guy bro like let your heroes know they're your heroes if they're dicks go with their dicks you find out one way or another yeah you right? know what I mean? but no. otherwise we go into it expecting that they're going to be cool yeah you know and even, and, at, even at that bro I'm, I'm not trying to be your best friend i just want yeah. to you know, let you know man like yo, <laughs> you're great i love you you know what i mean yes and that's, and that's it dude and fortunately everybody i've, I've ever met has been very cool that's <laughs> that is very fortunate yeah, exactly yeah. that's fucking cool well let's see what's the oh big... look at that right there dude that's Oh, look Rob, at that. Rob Flynn came out to watch us watching play. The set. And, uh, oh, that's a cool picture. It was dude. special, dude. I, yeah. threw him, I threw him the heart. It was oh, you did? <laughs> I was fucking, yo, dude. I was like, oh, my God, bro. Like, 16-year-old Marcus was straight up fucking like, that was fucking Rob fucking Flynn right yeah. there, dude. Like, and I, I usually do this part. And, again, it goes back to that thing, breaking character. It only happens in fucking special moments, man. But I normally talk about the new record and a new song and i was like yo fuck all that shit i was like that's fucking motherfucking rob flynn from machine head right there it's and, Lord, yeah. Yeah, 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 I, yeah i got a short snippet of that because we had planned he's like okay right before Moscow, i'm gonna make this little announcement about you know hey it's my idol etc so i was ready for it man i caught the moment uh, we have it, it it's, it's it'll, it'll make the light of day that's at some point yeah, it's beautiful yeah. man yeah it's i can't wait to see some of that so was it hellfest the biggest crowd you played at so far, oh man, it's between Hellfest 
and Resurrection Fest in and Spain. Resurrection. Because those Ooh. were like those were like spot on. And and you know what, man? Resurrection Fest was the first time that like like I realized how really big El Nino was. Like Ooh, El Nino was listed yeah. up with the headliners and like it felt like people were waiting all fucking day yeah. to see us, dude. And and when we walked on stage, I was like, oh shit. Like this is <laughs> yes. just some real deal shit right here, dude. Fuck yeah. So yeah, between those two, those are probably the biggest. But if I had to say the one that was the rowdiest was resurrection fest spain resurrection. yeah they love el nino over there man so like you don't even have to say anything dude they just that's it they're they already you already got them in their hands yep, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. man way to tear it up way yeah. to tear it up you know uh getting out there and, and doing so many shows what kind of pre-show vocal warm-up do you do man uh i i've always done melissa cross's warm-up mm. and uh she's been very very cool with me dude she even helped me out of like one of my darkest moments vocally, bro. Yeah. So uh, I always do the warm up. I always do like maybe an hour, 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, but this day in particular, there was just kind of so much going on. It was one of those shows where there was a lot of people there. And so I didn't do my warm up. And I went balls fucking deep on the stage. And oh, yeah. uh, after the show, we were drinking. Like I said, there was a lot of people. We wound up fucking singing Jay Perez and Intocable in the back fucking lounge as loud as we could. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we went till maybe four in the morning, man. And uh, I went to bed in my bunk and I woke up the next day. And mind you, this has never happened to me in my career. My voice was gone. Oh, like, great. I couldn't speak. And I was oh. like, oh, fuck, man. Like, and I, I laid in my bunk for about an hour nervous to text the guys just to be like, dude, I don't even, like, I can't even speak. Like, I can't even, like, noise is not coming out of my throat. And uh, finally, I text Dave, and he was just like, we need to get you on the phone with Melissa Cross. So There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I called, and, and uh, she wasn't able to get to me right away, but uh, we eventually got in touch, and she was like, look, there's nothing that you can do right now but just sleep. Like, you just have to sleep. You have to get into a sleep regimen. She's like, go to a hotel room, sleep. So I went to the hotel room, popped some melatonin. I slept all day long, woke up maybe an hour before set time. My voice was still gone. I was just at at this point, man, like you can't say I can't like right. it's hard. Like, dude, like the whole crew had already set up. Everything was set up. Johnny Poole was set up. The night was set up. The show was sold out like you can't back down you can't you know and i was i was fucking terrified bro Holy and i was just shit. like dude what do you do i went to the back lounge i was trying to warm up <sighs> nothing's coming out dude drinking just trying to get it out man and uh i went to the side of the stage and i was like dude i'm about to botch this show i want to fuck this up man and i just fucking prayed on the side of the stage the intro gets on walk on stage and miracle man my voice just turned on wow and it, it even the crew even the sound guy everybody was like what the fuck is happening like he's singing like he wasn't speaking five yeah. minutes ago and it was just the act of god bro but it i credit was. i credit melissa though because melissa was the one like telling me what to do but man like it just turned on and i made it through the show and like my voice to this day my voice has not had a problem that wow. was the only one that was the only but i again i credit melissa cross because she she got me like on a sleeping regimen because i've 
I've noticed like my body over the years has when I was younger I used to be able to fucking just plow through shows man I think my record was I think we did 16 shows in a row right on the Soulfly tour wow 16 in yeah. a fucking row like and my and I used to just fucking I was like Wolverine man shit, <laughs> shit just fucking never phased me yeah and it wasn't until like I got an El Nino that I was like oh like it's not just screaming like I actually have to sing I actually have to sing these parts right. and like, sing them in key and you know the pressure of you know who was there before me like yo you gotta be amazing every night you know what i mean yeah so uh she got me on this sleeping regiment to where i i usually sleep till noon i'll i'll get up i'll do sound check then after sound check i'll eat and then i'll I'll go to sleep until maybe two hours before okay then i'll do my little warm-up i'll sing a lot of country music and All right. I, that's that's how to clear out a bus, bro. Fucking yeah, a bus in New yeah. Yorkers, man. Put on some Texas country. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, fucking clear the fuck out, dude. But do a little bit of that, and then then I'm I'm stage ready, man. My voice is good. Wow. So, yeah, man. But she, I got to credit Melissa, man. She she helped me out of a fucked up spot dude. you learned a lot from her that yeah. you hope that you, you still use all the time. Exactly. That's awesome, and, man. Dude, I I still to this day. I mean, Daniel will let you know I'm pretty pretty strict about that i i gotta sleep i gotta warm up i i have to or i will fucking ruin the show and yeah it's, uh, it's cool man it's good shit. at least you got it together yeah you know man. what i mean and yeah. hasn't hasn't let you down and, yeah, and i knew yeah. there was there's always a secret and a method behind the success yeah of somebody absolutely. that's got a great voice like you yeah, any, to be any, able to put it out every night anybody like anybody that. that's trying to sing i always i always let them know go pick up the zena screening and mm-hmm. and figure out how to do it correctly before you fucking throw it up like, right you know? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It is fucking hard what Absolutely. you do. And um a lot of people take it for granted. They think it's just screaming or, or just and and it's it's really not like that. It's really an art. It's really an art form that it takes years Absolutely. to get good at it. Absolutely. So thinking about it, um I'm a big POD fan. Yes. Fucking POD kicks ass. I saw him at the River Fets, uh River City Rock Fest, and it was a year that they had disturbed. And uh, yeah, that was a good one. Hatebreed was there. Was Seven does on the. I want to think something like was that. that the one that we lost to Sons of Texas? Uh, no, that was that the first. Uh, Megadeth was on there with Scorpions. No, no, no it wasn't. No, okay, the it first, first one had one. Guns N' Roses. At yes, there. yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Oh man, that was a good one too. And uh, damn, the way he rocked the crowd. I've never seen him before, but the way Sonny rocked that fucking crowd made me a fucking fan for life he's a great man i always loved the singles i loved everything i heard from him yeah. but the way to see the way him and, and the rest of the band just fucking own it oh, yeah, and man. just oh shit he's a great fucking dude man. incredible yeah, loved man. it yeah loved he's, it. A, he's a man of god bro I, that's that's another thing I, I love and respect about him dude and he's a family man and he's a veteran dude that's he's he's somebody that you learn from bro yeah and the short time that i've spent around him uh, he's been he's been really influential that is super cool. Oh yeah. Any maybe plans of, of a POD El yeah. Nino tour? Yeah, man. Uh, that's that's something that's been talked about. Uh, when we did the single together, uh, All or Nothing. All or uh, Nothing. We, yeah, Ooh, we got it's to hard, hang. dude. It, it does it's hard. Man. You guys going off on that one, dude? Uh, we've yet to play that song live, but uh, we have it in the back pocket just in case we ever. You do. ever played it live? No, never played it live. Not yet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because it's is it's it... kind of one of those parts where like we. 
we need Sonny. You yeah, know what I mean? No. But yes. but we do we do have it in our back pocket. So uh if we ever do a tour together or cross paths on a festival, you will definitely It's a see done that. deal. Yep, yes, sir. For sure. Yes, sir, man. What he's a magic a, moment that'll be. He's a big football fan too, and uh, we got to talk a little got to talking a little bit about football. That's kinda how we broke the ice. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And uh we got to meet his son, man. He's he's just a he's a really good fucking dude, man. Really good cool. dude. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome bunch of guys right there. I know you mentioned Rob Flynn earlier as being one of the guys that got you started. Was there any other vocalist or artist that, that inspired you to start singing? Oh, yeah. Well, Rob, for sure. Paul Stanley, mm. for sure. Fucking Paul, Paul Stanley was Paul like Stanley, my first. Paul Stanley, yes. He was my first, uh, my first man crush, man. Like, I, was, I, lo- I, I fucking, get it. I yeah, love him, dude. Like, that was my first uh, intro into rock music. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and uh, to this day, I always tell people, when you hear the high end, like in my clean, uh-huh. That's I'm on I'm honoring Star Child right Ooh, there, dude. That's I, awesome. I love I love Kiss so much, man. But uh Rob Flynn, uh Max Cavaletta, of course. Oh uh, yes. You know, I, I I hate to yeah, I hate to really kind of give him this credit right now, but I have to say, you know, Christian was a uh influence on on my vocals. Uh let's see who was Corey Taylor, of course, Jonathan Davis. Those guys really made me like. Yeah, I want to do this like with my life. Those are the big guys, man. Fuck yeah! That's why when I met Rob the other day, I couldn't contain it, dude. I was like, I have to tell him. You know what I mean? Like, like, yo, dude. Like, I still do things today that I learned off of the Hell Alive record. Like, you know, I still do. I still do them live. Uh Like, that's how I learned like how to be a, a, a singer, you know what I mean? And yeah. just to be able to tell your hero that, man, and him be cool and be like, yo, I'm going to come check you out. Like, <laughs> oh, man, oh yeah. Special, dude. It, it is. Was fucking special. Yeah, I was, yeah, it's Daniel, man. I was, I was fucking nervous the whole time. I was like, I'll make, I'll make sure they yeah. fucking, yeah. Catch a picture. Yeah. You see, yeah. it's, it's good. Catch a picture. <laughs> you and and I tried to catch a picture, but before I could get there, you know, lens cap removed, etc. Uh, you know those moments. You don't want to hold these guys too long. You're not trying to, you know, have these two, three, five, ten minute conversations. Yeah. And he had slipped away, you know, before I could catch a pic. But but Marcus did manage to get a picture on his phone of him. So yeah, uh, all I right. I missed that moment, but yeah, uh, it was. But, uh, but you know, it was cool. It was cool, man. We we uh, just being able to to tell your hero that is, uh, and like show him. Yeah. Special, yeah. Oh, yeah. And now okay. you're doing it. Yeah. Now you're doing it. And he's and he's watching you. Yeah. You know, and, and and so I can definitely relate to the Paul Stanley because I was a Gene Simmons. Mm. I had the man crush with Gene Simmons. Yeah. And uh, I saw Gene back in '79 on the Dynasty tour. Oh. And uh, it was it was a it, it was a life changing moment. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. It was awesome. Uh, my aunt Becky got me into. Uh, into music and by t- introducing me to Buddy Holly. Mm. So Buddy Holly, I listened to Buddy Holly's greatest hits on the A track yeah. at her place. And she was going to Ray and I was staying at, at the house. Um, I was in, in school and grandma was taking care of me. And uh, <laughs> she had Unleashed in the East. So oh, I started yeah. rocking to that. I was like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. And then she busted out Love Gun. Ooh. And it came with a little fold-out gun that came in the in the vinyl. Then I was like, oh, this is super cool. And I started checking into him. Yeah, it was life-changing. Yeah. And... Next thing you know, I was doing anything possible to get my hands on another, to you know, get on all the Kiss albums. So whether oh, yeah. it was Lie, Cheat, Steel, Steel, 
I got. <laughs> I was making a trip to Albertsons on the way to, to Windsor Park to first and second grade, picking up another vinyl. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying where I got the money from. And, right. yeah. I guess I can because, you know what, I already fessed up to my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every morning for probably about two weeks, I was pulling the $20 bill out of her purse. <laughs> and I was going to Albertsons and buying another another Kiss album until I almost got them all. And then one day my dad took, uh, he calls me at the house after I get home. He goes, he goes, hey, are you going to be there? I said, yeah. He goes, I'm going my way. I said, shit, my dad oh, never right. comes over. You know, my parents are separated. Yeah. If he's coming over, the shit's going to hit the fan. And so he tells me, he goes, hey, you've been taking money out of your mom's purse? I love it. You've been stealing money from your mom? No. You better <laughs> fucking tell me the truth because she's accusing everybody at work and it's going to be your ass if, it, if I find out it's you. All right, dad, it's me. And he's like, damn. And, and you know, he didn't whip me, but he had every right to. Yeah. And I, I was scared shitless that it was going to be the end of my world. Uh, and he's like, absolutely. man, this shit's got to stop right yeah. now. Yeah. You tell your mom what's up. And so, so I did, but that's, that's how kind of of a fanatic I was. You know, I was going to, you know, that's the only place I can get money. So, yeah. mom, you know, and I did what I could because I, I wanted know. to have them all. I got to know. Did, you, did your mom whoop you? No. Oh, no, I, was, I didn't get a whooping. I, when I got a whooping, it was from the principal at school. Yeah. With the paddle. Oh, shit. Those are the guys that ended up whooping me back in the man, day. Crazy yeah, crazy that they can't do that no more, man. I know. Exactly. Get canceled that shit real shit. quick. You know what? Yeah. That's a different story. That's it. That's, that's a different podcast. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Exactly. Exactly. With a different host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, so Gene Simmons was, was the guy that when I saw on stage in the Dynasty Tour, spitting out blood, blowing out fire. I was like, that's who I wanted to be. And I still want to learn how to blow out fire. Oh, now, shit. I don't have the hair, so that's okay. Yeah. I don't really have to worry about yeah. that. If I lose the goatee, hey, it's all right. Yeah. It'll grow back. Yeah. But I'm still willing to. If I meet yeah. the right right person that can show me, well, I'll give it a try. Fuck yeah. I, I would love to do a six-string smash at some point, dude. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, shit, yes. <laughs> so that's my fucking guitar. You <laughs> Let me ask you, is there any vocalist out there now that you think that have taken things out to the next level, anybody that you've seen on the road, maybe? Absolutely, man. Uh, I got to give credit to Ken from 12 Foot Ninja. Ooh. He is an incredible vocalist, man. It's like, it's like fucking yeah. Incubus, like Brandon Boyd mixed with like fucking Elvis. But like, oh man, this dude is is incredible, man. I've I've uh, I've been trying to get some some vocal lessons. He's a vocal teacher too, man. He's wow. He's, he's a teacher. No wonder yeah. he's so fantastic. He is, man. He's he reminds me a lot of uh, early Brandon Boyd. You know what I mean? But you know, he's got that weird like Elvis vibe to him. And you know, I've showed. I tried <laughs> yeah, to turn yeah, Daniel yeah. on a few times. I checked yeah. it out. one. I mean, I dug it. Yeah, yeah man. I, it's cool. definitely a different vibe. Oh, you're talking definitely about right. Somebody yep. that's like taking it to a different level. Like, yo, anybody can like go out there and scream. Not anybody. I, I should. I should. That's not anybody. But like somebody to go out there and be like, yeah, this is metal, but I'm going to do a whole nother spin on it. Like, I respect that. They sure yeah, do spin it. That's right. Yeah, it's man. pretty slick stuff. Yeah, there. I respect Very cool. that guy, man. So the latest single, This Is Over. Is there a story behind that? Absolutely, man. What's that like? Um, I think kind of like, you know, before we got on air, I was telling you how in the beginning, I, I when I joined El Nino, I was, I was in the comments a lot. And, like, I regret it now, but, like, I think it's something that needs to be told. Like, okay. I was reading the comments. I was, you know, uh, you know, I have to credit my fiance Michelle. She would always say, you know, uh, there's a hundred comments and one of them was negative And you hang on to that one negative rather than, you know, you know, pump up the people that, that all 
praised you. You know what I mean? And I, and I would, man, like one would get me and I, I'd, I'd get the Ravia, dude. Like, you know, oh, I'm fucking show them. Oh, you know, I'm going to fucking respond. I'm going to do this and that. And I did that for a while. And I always walked away feeling like embarrassed. Like, fuck, man, why'd you give that dude the time of day? Like, what? What the fuck did you yeah. respond? You know what I mean? Like, it, it was never worth it, man. And yep. uh, when I look at things now, uh, I'm not in that, like, place anymore where, like, I'm trying to, like, live up to the past or, like, I'm trying to be better than Christian or I'm trying. Nah, man, I don't give a fuck about that anymore, dude. Like, honestly, like, I just give a fuck about making amazing music and being the best vocalist I can. So, like, when I wrote This Is Over, I kind of wanted to, like, put an end to that dude. Like, okay. I I was tired of, of dealing with the shit talk, either from past members or from fans. I just was like, yo, dude, I'm, you know, and I hope this isn't too controversial for me to say, but, like, yo, I'm better than that dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm better than this situation. I'm the better vocalist. I'm the better person. And I'm yeah. going to fucking overcome this. So this is over. Like, and that was like my, my staple on it. And you know what, man? I even told myself, I was like, you know, I'm not going to talk about it like anymore. This, I even said, you know, I told Daniel on the show earlier today, I was like, I'm going to be a little bit more open with Tony. Like, cause I feel like we've had the past to where that I, I can be, Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and, but that's what I was writing about. Yo, this is over. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need to, uh, pander to that anymore, man. I'm just going to, just going to be me and I'm going to make this version of El Nino amazing. And I'm going to turn on a new generation to Latin metal. And man, that ever since I shifted to that mentality, my life has been so much better, dude. Like, yeah. And at the end of the day too, uh-huh. man, like when you step in front of these crowds, they don't give a fuck about any of that, bro. They, they're there. They paid their hard earned money, man, to come out and see a fucking great show. And that's what I'm going to give. You're going to deliver the exactly. goods. Exactly. So, you know, Again, this is over, bro. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deal with that anymore. You know. That's right. That's great. I like that. That's awesome. It, it's all said. This is over. It's fucking over. Exactly. So, like you mentioned before, in, in one of your lines before, this new revolution yeah. of El Nino with you on vocals has has brought back a a new resurgence of popularity for the band. Absolutely. Um, I see guys like Jose Manguin from from Sirius XM. Uh, he really loves you guys and, and seems like he gives you guys a lot of support. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think every single of yours has been a hit yeah. on there, right? Yeah. Dude, he's uh, got a credit, Jose, man. Like, he's, uh, again, in the same breath that I say Jose is the same breath that I say Monty Montana and Rex Gabriel, man. Like, those guys, they took me when I was a kid, like before El Nino in Shattered Sun when we were a baby band. And, like, nobody gave a fuck about us. Those three dudes said, we give a fuck. Yeah. And then, like, to see, like, Jose especially, man, like, to see him, like, launch bands. Right. 12 Foot Ninja, Spirit Box, Tatriarch, yeah. Shattered Sun. Like, yo, he did that. Yeah. Just because he was like, yo, I love this band. And fuck this industry and the way it works. I'm going to put them on. Right. And they... And they they pop off. You need man. a guy like that on your side. He's so goddamn. He is that guy, bro. Yeah. He's he's the uh, metal ambassador for the reason, man. For real. He when he says, "I love this band," and I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. That band pops, and you know, 
it's evident in every band that he gets behind. And, you know, and everybody kind of follows his lead. Yeah. He oh, hasn't steered anybody does. wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what would you say are our favorite couple of songs that you do from El Nino whenever you do live? Oh, man, dude. I have a few, bro. All right. Which been, ones? Been, again, like I said, I, I, I'm a fan of the band, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, I fucking go to Dave and Laz maybe every few days. Oh, let's play this song. Oh, let's fucking play this song. Let's play this song. Oh, tight. Um, yeah. I'd say in the live set, uh, I like playing like the old, the old heavy ones. Like if you still hate me, I am local. All the songs Ooh, from the first okay. record. Um, I have to say, whenever we play Mascara, like yeah, I feel like the crowd has indoctored that song as like a classic already because Ooh, like yeah, the same the same way that like I'll say this is God save us or this is if you still hate me or this is I am local, they go fucking ape shit when I say this is Mascara now. They go fucking ape shit too. Yeah. So it's like, man, that's that's that, it, that, it, that acceptance. Yes. It's like, yes, dude. we love you. Exactly. Yeah. Man. But uh, there's some songs too that that uh, I when we did the live stream, me and Mark Rizzo kind of had like a special moment where we did the song with you. It's on. Uh, it's the last <laughs> song on uh, Revolution Revolution. It's the acoustic. Yeah. Something in your. How hands. awesome is that? Yeah. yeah. We, we had that special moment where we played it and it wasn't rehearsed. It wasn't anything. He just was up there fiddling oh, with the guitar. Yeah. And I just kind of moseyed up there a few beers deep and mm-hmm. we started singing it, man. And before I knew it, the whole crowd was, you know, the whole, everybody that was there, the production team, families, everybody, everybody was just like drop jaw, like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? Blown away. Yeah. By and the moment they're catching. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it was it was fucking special, man. And uh, we haven't done that live yet, but I've been pushing since Rizzo has joined the band that we need to come out and do that. that again. Yeah, man. And, yeah. and uh, I think that's a special song. It's a special song to me. Uh, I know it's a special song to all the fans, and I, I look forward to playing it pretty soon. It's going to be good. Oh, that's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. Rizzo back in the band. Rizzo's been he's just, he's such good people. He's a monster. Bro. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, you know, he just what he's done with Soulfly and and what he does on, on his own. He yeah. just and he's he's just another great ambassador. Yeah, you know, he he, is, he, he, the he, guy constantly works. He the is. guy has a has a oh, work, work ethic. ethic. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he gets up early. He does all the right things. Uh, mm-hmm. That I had to notice. You know, took notice too on the tour. I mean, the guy is always ready. You know. Yeah. 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 Seeing, I think seeing the fans too, like every night it's funny because like there was a, is Mark Rizzo, Mark Rizzo here, Mark Rizzo here? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, oh, he's fucking here, yeah. That was a ton yeah. of people asking yeah. for him and, and looking to meet it's, him, certainly. It's, it's like they, they don't believe it until he walks exactly. out on stage. Like for real, he's they back in the band again? Yeah, he hasn't yeah. been in El Nino since the first record. Mm-hmm. So pe- people remember that, man. Like that was the Mark El Nino left on people. Everyone fell in love with the first yeah. one. Yeah. So like when, when he walks out on stage, I always get a kick out of it, dude, because I walk out ah. right behind him. They see him and they're like, it is Magrizo, it is Magrizo, <laughs> it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. They fucking lose their shit, bro. And, That's and, uh, badass. Dude, yes. he's still got all the moves man he's a fucking monster uh, he's a beast performance on stage yeah those jumps man those hops i gotta tell you man those are the toughest thing to catch on camera for me personally you know i was coaching everybody it's in the changes at the change that's when he jumps you know it's like yeah i get it i understand but my shutter only pops so fast you know dude and you know what too man like so he hadn't done those moves in like almost 18 years almost 20 years because he 
He's not doing that in Soulfly. You know what I mean? So he comes in first show and is fucking throwing roundhouse oh, kicks. Wow. And, dude, he's doing it with not a wireless. He's got a fucking wire in his guitar and he's tightening <laughs> his jumps around the wire. And it was just like, yo, dude, like, have you been training for this? Bro? Yeah, he's right. Like, yo, you're, he's like, no, nah, man, it's just. You've been doing this on your own? Yeah. (laughs) It is is incredible to see, man. And uh, he's become a really good friend of mine. Dude, seeing him crush these crowds is just, uh, it's special. Seeing the crowds react to him, like, and when they come out to the meet and greet, and they're just like, you know, they're gushing over him, man. Yeah. I know he gives a fuck about that, too, because he's he's Mm -hmm. returning to the band that sparked him. You know what I mean? So. You know, special shit. The man. circle's special. coming back around. Exactly. Who knows man. where it's going to take him? Exactly. Because it's just uh, another uh, uh, another piece of what what makes him you know incredible. Exactly. He's man. still going to have his own solo things mm-hmm. going on and everything right. like that. Um, his flamenco guitar is some. Wow. Of the, right. Some of the. Yo, know, I I don't know me I know Mexicanos who can't play that fucking goddamn that good, right? bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That so is he's, so hard, and he's, he's such such a talent. Of Absolutely. It. Incredible. And his in peak physical shape bro. Absolutely. I gotta, gotta Absolutely. Say, bro i tell him every time i have a few beers i'm like God yeah. damn you look good bro yeah. you look good no, <laughs> wish i had a little bit fit. of that right <laughs> yeah no kidding that's tough yeah that's yeah. a tough that's a tough regiment <laughs> yep let me ask you how did shattered sun connect with the one and only chuck billy of testament man, that is a right place right time moment man and, and you know what i've kind of even turned that into a lesson for like younger bands because really like, yeah we were shattered sun was at the point where we were done bro like we were there was nothing else like we've been going since 2006 yeah you know and we did everything the wrong way we fucking so we got to this point where we're like okay we're gonna do one more record and we're gonna give it everything we got and uh if it doesn't work cool we fucking go our separate ways, whatever. But if it does work, then we'll see what happens. That that record happened to be Hope Within Hatred. Oh yeah. So great one. We were yes. working for about six months, and uh, you know the band Spine Shank. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's funny, man, because Mike, their guitar player, played a big big role in breaking the band. So Whoa. we did a tour with Spine Shank, and uh, I just kind of kept close with Mike. And yeah. we were just kind of boys. And so fast forward to this time, you know, we're six months into the record. And you think about that now, you're like, fuck, six months into a fucking record? What the fuck were you guys doing? <laughs> we were just, we didn't know. We were trying to put everything we had into it. And yeah. credit Robert Beltran because he, he kind of kept that shit together. But uh, I reached out to Mike and I said, hey, man, like, we're about to call it quits. Like, you know, is there anything, like, is there anybody you know or anybody that, what you can do anything and i give you this song it was hope of the nature yeah you know what i mean that was the, that was the song and he was like well i can't really do anything but let me pass this over to my friend maria ferrero all right and maybe she can get you like a pr thing so you can put it out and so we were like okay cool so we sent it she said he sends it over to maria and at this point maria johnny z and chuck are forming a management company so the song hits her desk at the right time she calls us up and she was just like hey uh this is really great like uh 
like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, I don't know, fucking, I don't know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> and she was just like, oh, well, you know, she was like, uh, I was like, well, we're trying to get a PR deal. And she's like, yo, fuck a PR deal. Do you need a manager? And we were like, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, we absolutely do. And she was just like, okay, well, give me a couple of days. Next day, she calls up Johnny Z, Chuck Billy on the phone, Marsha Zazula, and Maria. And uh, just like asking us a bunch of questions. And we were like, you know, yeah. We want to. We want to be rock stars for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, Whatever you got to do, right? Yeah, Tell just, us what we got to do. Yeah, exactly. We'll do it. And they were like, "Okay, well, we we like the song. Uh, we're gonna book flights out there this week, and you guys be ready because we're coming in." Sharp. Just like oh fuck. Yeah. And Beltran, I'll, oh man, I'll never forget Beltran. It was just like now's the time, though. That's the fucking time, yo. Everybody get on their fucking gate because right now is the fucking time. Yeah. So we invited them over to the studio, <laughs> man, and we set up all our equipment, man. And they flew in, and uh, like we were saying earlier, we barbecued all the night before. We made everything: the pico, the guac, the moyas, the tripas, the fajitas, the shrimp cocktail. You name it, we had it. And uh, so they get there, man, and and uh, it's Chuck and Maria, and I was so fucking nervous, dude. So they serve up their food and. Uh, they go to the living room and we have all our shit set up and we play our motherfucking lives out, dude. Like it was, like we had nothing. Like we fucking went off in that living room. You dude. left it all out there. Yeah, like just yeah. like it was a show. But yep. the 10,000 people in front of us was fucking Chuck, Billy, and Maria <laughs> eating barbecue. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So we Hell fucking yeah. played our motherfucking ass off, dude. And uh, they loved it. And, and, you know, Chuck was like, yeah. hey, you know, we like the music. It needs a little bit of work. You know, we think we can mold you. And, Great. Uh, and then Johnny Z came down on his own. We did the same thing for him. Yeah. And I think we smoked about two ounces of weed with Johnny Z. So that was <laughs> fucking cool. But um, yeah. it, was, uh, it was our first time that we were like, whoa, like, is this like happening? Like, are we, right. are we doing something? Wow. And, uh, so Johnny was like, look, uh, we're forming a management company. We got Exodus. We got Soil Work. And we want a new band that we want to fucking build from the ground up. We want to fucking want to pick you guys. Yeah. So it was like, all right. You know, we fucking signed a management deal right there. And we didn't know it was going to take a little time to get a record deal. Okay. And you actually played that show uh, at Theo's. We had a record label. I think where the Periwinkle Massacre yeah. was there, too? Yeah, yeah it was... Uh, MIBG, Periwinkle, you yeah. guys, Darkness Divided. That's and, right. And yeah. Chuck and Johnny and, and Maria. Oh, wow. Yeah, they all came down they to Theo's, man. No kidding. No, yeah, awesome. dude, people were fucking geeked out with that because they were like, that's fucking, right. That Chuck Billy just fucking walked by. What the fuck? Yes, like, exactly. Was bro. that fucking Johnny Z over there? Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> they were so cool. It was man. history in Corpus. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was fucking so awesome, man. And uh, we played our motherfucking ass off that night. Yeah, and they got a few record label people to come, and uh, we had kegs of beer and fucking we were giving away free. We just wanted to pack the house. That's right. And, yeah, and uh, what a way to do it! Yeah. That's a, free beer. It went good. Yeah, it went so, great. So the next day, uh, one of the record label execs was like, "Hey, meet us at Silverado Smokehouse." Yeah, we were like, hey, that's all right, "Okay, yeah, I like this." <laughs> we show up, and he's like, "We love you guys." 
boom, I want to give you a deal. So we were just like, yeah, I'm fucking celebrating, yes. man. We went next door to Bone Shakers at the time. We fucking, All right. we drank fucking beers. We were so happy, man. And then Johnny Z calls us later that day. He's like, uh, yeah, they they turned in the they turned in the deal and it's dog shit. And we're not, oh. gonna, and we're not gonna let you guys sign it. Okay. And we were just like, what? why? I already told my mom and my grandma. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, and he was just like, look, he's like, this is what I'm here for. Trust me. Like, we're not there signing you go. this. Uh huh. And a few more months went by, and we were just like, yo, what the fuck, like. And then finally, Victory Records came to the table, and it was between them and a, and a couple other labels. And uh, Johnny was like, "If you're real, fly me out there right now. Put me on a flight right fucking now, and we'll close this deal right now." And Victory was the only one that had the fucking the money and the nuts to be like, "All right, let's do it." And uh, they flew him out there, and we fucking locked up that deal. And you know, I'll, I'll give Victory props too, man, for as much shit as they get publicly. Yeah. Um, I they know treated, what you mean. They, they treated us right. That's like, great. And they put a lot of money fucking behind Shattered Sun. And uh, they gave us the opportunity to be yeah. what we became. You know what I mean? Wow. And so it was, uh, that's that's how that we That came got, as a surprise to me, victory right? yeah. for you guys that, to end up with them. Yeah. And then Chuck was like, I'm taking you guys out on the first tour. So the first fucking tour we did with was Testament, Testament, Exodus, and Shattered Sun. Holy shit. Yeah. Opening night. (laughs) San Francisco. Wow. Fucking the three bands. And uh, Michelle will tell you this. It happened right in front of her, man. Uh, First time I meet Zetro, I'm just like, hey, man. I'm so excited to meet you. Blah, blah, this and that. He's just like, oh, you guys are the new guys. Okay. You know, you walk on stage, you're probably going to fucking boo you. Let me tell you something right now. They fucking booed Lama God at one point at some fucking time. They booed Pantera at one point. So you go out there and you fucking kick ass. And we're just like, yeah. We're like, yo, they're going to boo us? Like, <laughs> we're like, what? What? Right? They're going to yeah, be that bad? Like, Fuck. Shit. Like, no, but dude. Okay. So that happens. And, and the whole team came out. Johnny, Maria, Marsha. Everybody came out because it was our first fucking show. Yeah. The first time we were, we're dropping you young boys in the fire. Here we go. Straight. Here we go. You got it? Yep. This, you, this is on you now. We're expecting to jump yeah. in the fire and take so it. We, we do a sound check and Robert Beltran's running our sound. And Johnny Z is standing right next to him. And we f- all of the bands came out to watch us because we were Chuck's. We were Chuck's boys, all this Chuck's project. Yeah, a lot of hype. Yeah, yeah, a lot of hype at the time. Yeah, we had yep. just put out Hope Within Hatred. We, you know, we were doing a bunch of shit. And uh, we go out and we play a song, we botch it, and it fucking sucks. Oh, and Johnny, shit. Yeah, Johnny Z, <laughs> Johnny Z tells Robert Beltran, he goes, Are they fucking playing that song tonight? And Robert was like, oh, Yeah, shit. I think so. He's like, We're in fucking trouble, boys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we go to the dressing room and we're all fucking nervous as fuck, dude. The show's sold out. And they put a couple of fucking 18 packs in front of us. Boom. Started <laughs> pounding. And Johnny's sitting there. He goes, Do you boys normally drink this much? You're making me fucking nervous. So we're just right. like, Yeah, we're fucking nervous, dude. <laughs> so, uh, it's time to walk to the stage. Everybody's double fisting beers, fucking trying to get to the stage. Oh, and as hell. we're getting closer to the stage, you just hear Exodus. Exodus. Oh, Exodus. They're chanting Exodus. And our, our banners raised. Yeah. So this was maybe wow. the only time, dude, that I fucking threw up, bro. I was just, I was fucking 
Okay. So nervous. I <laughs> puke in the trash can. Big old hand on my back. And I get up. It's fucking Chuck. He's like, you ready? Okay. You ready to go? You ready to go? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's fucking do it. Fucking run out on stage, dude. And, and with those crowds, you had to win them in the first minute. Okay. Or, or it was it was not smooth sailing. So the fucking crowd is just there. Fucking arms crossed. Impress me, right? Yeah. So you better win them in the first fucking first uh-huh. 30 seconds, first minute, man. And and fortunately for us, man, we were able to do that every night to where they, yeah. they treated us well, man. And that's why to this day, I do not fear a crowd anymore because I have stepped in front of the most judgmental crowd and Already. won them over. Yeah. yeah and so, and won them over. Yeah, do, yeah. do that do that six weeks in a row on a fucking Testament and Exodus tour as a fucking metalcore band. Right. Yo, you got this. You're good. <laughs> That's amazing. That's just like almost almost like getting in front of a, a Slayer crowd. Yes. Who yes. else is there besides Exodus and Testament, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly, man. Gun. So it was uh it was definitely uh uh test the nuts of the young kids right there. Right. Everybody, bro. Yeah, That's man. So thinking about working with Chuck is would be a dream come true for me. What kind of stuff did you learn or pick up from Chuck that kind of helps you maybe write producer or perform nowadays oh man dude my my warm-up um how to be a pro man i remember the first week of the testament tour i was fucking just drinking and partying and raging and you know then he caught me one day where i was just kind of gassed i was standing by the stairs okay and he was just like hey you know you gotta uh-huh. save it man like we got fucking six weeks you know what i mean you're fucking burning out in the first fucking few days like okay. you gotta contain yourself so like i've learned how to do that over the years learned how to preserve my voice learned how to do interviews i've learned how to take photos man like talk to the crowd man he's he's been so much more than just a manager he's kind of more like a mentor you know what i mean yeah. and, and he's always been the first one to be like you know this don't sound good or hey this fucking sounds great like you know what i mean he was also like one of the first ones to be like hey bro like you have a voice like a clean singing voice like use it like yeah everybody can fucking scream he was like but mm-hmm. you know, use your cleans like that's what's gonna make you stand out and you know to this day man like i said playing in front of in front of him and tiff the other day it was just like playing in front of my mom and dad bro like right it, it made me uh Made me look back on where we started, like at Theo's, okay. where we were just trying to win him over in Robert Beltran's fucking living room. Yep. Those dudes eating rice and beans and pico de gallo. I was like, oh, that's my Theo's recipe, bro. Like, yeah. But like to see him like side stage while uh, we're playing in front of 30,000 people was incredible, full circle, man. Yeah, full right. circle, bro. And, you know, it had to be tough leaving Shattered to go to El Nino and leaving that that agreement that it, with him working with Shattered Sun yeah. and him being there again, just kind of making it full circle, yeah. knowing you got his support, yeah. that he's so proud of you. Yeah. It just really is, is yeah, unbelievable. It was special because like, I remember when we were doing that Testament tour, they would pull up in their huge buses with yeah. their fucking 18 wheelers. And we would roll up in this fucking Gaka ass van and just fucking <laughs> roll out like yeah we you know we had a fucking driver but he passed out three hours into it so we took shifts and you know we all smell like shit and look like shit and to roll up next to him in in a bus and be at his level yeah now you know 
I don't want to say it like that. I just just to like be an equal. You know yep, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, is uh, special. Like I, I even told yeah. Daniel, I was like, "Yo, we pulled up our bus next to Testament's bus." Yeah, we, yeah. we woke up. To, we, yeah, we woke up pulling up to Alcatraz. Uh, we were next to both Testament and Exodus buses. Uh, that was just amazing, just to be. We we already knew that they were going to be there the same day. Yeah. But just to be amongst those two bus buses was really really cool. Felt special for me, yeah, man. Absolutely. Like, God damn, I was like, "Where's the fucking van?" Like, yeah. It's always it's like, like you don't want to leave that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you're st- I still carry that like with me to this day, man. And and uh, you know, it's it's special, bro, being able to do that now. It's like, hey, I'm there with them. Yeah, there. Yeah. And, and you you've always had the talent you just needed the opportunity yeah chuck saw it in you and the rest of the guys yeah. gave you a platform to do it yeah. and just kind of brought you under their wing absolutely oh a dream come true absolutely dream man. Come true. i'm very thankful to not only call him a mentor but a friend and family you know yeah. what I mean? he was there fucking when mj was born the only time oh. mj has ever worn anything other than dallas cowboys gear yeah was when chuck was in town and he brought her fucking raiders gear and fucking <laughs> dressed chuck her up in fucking raiders right? gear. yeah i was like yeah. you motherfucker dude like <laughs> oh but I, I love him to death man and i'm uh i'm very thankful to call him family that's so special yeah. so special yeah that's part one of my conversation with marcus leal i'll have part two up in a few days Thanks a lot for listening. Please leave me your comments and questions and click the follow button too. Remember, you're the master of your own destiny and creative of your own future. You guys take care and I'll see you at the show.